Well, good morning to all my friends joining me in prayer today. This is Monday morning, January 11th. And uh, I'd like to speak a minute today about being resilient. And I like to use other analogies, as you know, and I can use them from, you know, Jesus used analogies dealing with metaphors or parables, dealing with the, the life people were living, agriculture, business, family, things like this that he used as teaching illustrations. Well, today, is, you know, I'm an Ohio State fan, as you may well know. I hope that doesn't um, trigger anyone here. But, you know, our team's playing in a big game tonight. And so I'd like to use a little analogy, a little story for us that I think can be a learning situation. All right? This is important. You know, as a sports fan, our, our, our team, we always have high expectations. We aim to win every game national championship every year. That's the way we approach the season. And that's the way we, uh, uh, that's the way our football team, that's the ex expectation. I want to suggest that as you and I, as Christians, we should have high expectations. We should not expect to be losers in life. We should expect to be winners. We should expect to be overcomers. We should expect to walk in, uh, uh, dare I say, in, in sports terminology, with a little bit of swag, a little bit of, you know, we, we, we're humble, we want to be humble, but we also believe that we are children of God. God is with us. Every place we set the sole of our foot, we're going to take it for God's kingdom. We, we don't, we're not mean, we're not cruel, we're, we're not angry people. We're, we're, we overcome by goodness and love, and we believe we're going to bring light into the world, expand the kingdom of God. That's how we ought to live our day. Well, if you have high expectations, one thing you've got to learn to deal with is setbacks. Because even though we hope to be winners in everything we engage in, the truth is we're not. Sometimes we lose. And if your expectations are high, it's painful to lose. It's painful to experience setbacks. If you're not aiming very high, you're not expecting to win, it doesn't hurt that much if you lose. And some people in life, they just lower their expectations so much that they never get to a place where they can be hurt or pained should they lose because they weren't expecting to win anyway. I encourage us, have high expectations for 2021 about what God's going to do in your life. Yes, if they're not met, it can be painful. But better to aim high and achieve great things for God than just go in with a defeatist attitude and waste this coming year. Well, what I want to get to really is last year's team. Last year, we thought we had one of the best teams we'd ever had. We were a strong, awesome, mighty, powerful team. Now, I've got a lot of good friends here from Clemson, and some I know join in each morning, and you're probably kind of chuckling as you know what I'm about to say right now. Burke Wilson, I'm talking to you. And, and uh, we played last year, and in all honesty, we felt we were the better team. We play, felt we played a better game. We felt that we deserved to win, and we felt that we were kind of cheated out of the victory by the refs. Now notice, my friends from Clemson didn't cheat us. They weren't out on the field. They weren't refereeing. There's nothing to hold against them. They were just cheering on their team. There's no reason to be upset with them or angry at them, animosity towards them. There's no reason to be upset with any of the Clemson players. They, the, the other team, they just played their heart out, tried their best, did their best, came away with victory. For that matter, there's not really a reason to be too upset with the referees. Because my guess is 
They just saw things differently than us Ohio State fans. They just saw it different. That's the reality. We're human beings. We, make, we do the best we can. Maybe they, maybe they made calls we disagreed with. Doesn't mean they were evil people. Maybe they, maybe they were. Maybe they were being paid off. Who knows? I don't know. But the bottom line, the game's over. And once the game was over, it hurt. It, it hurt. It really hurt. We had high expectations, and, and we lost them. And when you, when you aim high and you lose at something you work hard for or expect, there's no denying. It hurts. It hurts bad. So what are you going to do at a time like that? Do you give up? Do you pout? Do you say, I'm never going to play football again. The games are rigged. Do you throw in the towel? Well, not if you're a winner. Not if you're a winner. If you're a winner, you go back and you say, we're going to play harder. We're going to do better. We're going to make this next year better. And next time we're going to come back, we're going to win next time. And dare I say, that's exactly what happened. That team, as you guys know, they spent the whole year looking back. I hope we get another chance to play Clemson. And they did. And they won the game. And they left no doubt this time. It wasn't up to referee's call. Now, I don't say this to gloat over my friends. I really don't. And, and, I, and I don't believe in gloating when you win. I believe in being humble when you win and, and uh, resilient and gracious in defeat. I'm not saying for that reason. But I'm saying there's a life lesson here. And that's this. When you whether you lose in anything, it, it, obviously there's references here to the election. Did people cheat? Maybe. Were there corrupt officials? Maybe. Uh, if you have a Democrat friend, does that mean he was the cheater? Probably not. He probably just went out and voted. Should you hate him, be angry at him, have trouble forgiving him? Yeah, probably not. He's just He did his part. He's not the one who ran the voting machines. He's not the one who did that. Somewhere, somewhere along the line, if you're going to be a winner, you leave the past in the past and you say, I'm going to do better next time. And I think that it's time now that we do that. I think it's time that as Christians that we simply say, okay, we're not happy with the results of the last election. We're not happy with some of how it was conducted. We want to fix things so we don't repeat this same mistake in the future. But it's time to move on and say we lost. If, if, if our, my side lost, say we lost. If your side won, say you won. Don't gloat if you won. Don't be too down in the dumps if you lost. Come back and say, next time we're going to do better. That's how you do it. So I say that about the election, but I also say that about life. Whatever it is, maybe you've, in this last year you've lost a job, lost some money. Uh, do you give up? Do you fall into despair? You can't do that, my friends. Life, life is too long. Mind if my Clemson friends probably texting me right now. Uh, life is too long to let last past defeats defeat us and get us down. As I say in the description, winners in life, Christians, we've got to see that as we move forward in life, we either have a victory or we have a learning experience. If we fail, we learn through it. We ask ourselves, what should I be learning? What does God want me to be understanding in the midst of all these things? And so I say that as a life lesson. Um, folks, let's, let's get, I, I, as I pray every morning, Lord, might we be filled with the joy of the Lord. 
We do have something the world can't give and the world can't take it away. I remind you again of the serenity prayer. Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference. And as I add in my words, as I taught yesterday here in the church in Miami, two other things we need to remember. Number one, what we cannot change, we pray about to a God who, has the, who holds the world in his hand. Our God can change things. So we pray to him. We look to him. Okay? We don't have a passive to feed us like, oh, let's throw up our hands. There's nothing we can do. No, we lift up our hands and we pray to God. We have, we have power with God. He hears our voice. He hears our cry. And our God is more powerful than any adversary, any opponent, any enemy. He's more powerful than, than any institution. And so we lift up our hands. We don't throw up our hands. We lift up our hands and we pray to God. And secondly, the realization that as I, am, as I have the courage to change the things I can in my own life, in my own family, in my own sphere of influence, people who already are looking to me and trusting me, uh, then God exalts us to greater things, greater opportunities. And he can do it quickly or he can do it slowly. I look at my own family. I've got now 12 grandchildren, a 13th on the way. And, and you know what? I've got a lot of credibility with them. They want, to, they want to talk to Pop-Pop. They want to listen to what I have to say. If I say something to them, they're all ears. And sometimes I am worried about people who don't care a word about what I say. You know, like, why aren't they listening to me? And I get upset and angry. I can't influence them. When right under my nose are people who, who are just dying to spend some time with me and learn from me and get input and understanding. And so, Father, we want to be people who have the courage to influence, to change in my life, in my family, in my church, in my sphere, influence the people who, want, who, are, in, who are teachable from me, who want to learn from me, and who want to learn from you. And so this, this must be our attitude. If we're going to be winners in life, right? If we're going to be winners in life. We can't cry over spilt milk. We can't, we can't replay the past game. It's over. We can't, if you've suffered losses, painful as they may be, You've got to leave in the past. Say, what do I learn from that? How do I move forward in life? And I think one way we move forward is to refocus on where can I make positive change today? Where can I make positive change in the lives of other people, in my life and the lives of others around me, wherever I can? And I'll tell you, if every one of us, every, every believer in America develops that attitude, Lord, where can I make a positive change today? in my life or in the life of someone else? What words can I say? What actions can I take? What, what kindness can I give? What, what prayers can I pray uh, today? That's where real change comes. That's where mighty change can happen. Let's not neglect what's right under our nose, amen? So let's go to prayer and, uh, and, and pray for this day. Father in heaven, we give you praise today. We do lift up holy hands to you. And in the name of Jesus, we come to you with a spirit of praise and thanksgiving. We thank you that you are always leading us in your victory in Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, that, that your plans for us are for good. Lord, you uttered that even at a time when there was tremendous judgment would be coming upon Israel. The Babylonians were, were approaching 
And yet, Father, still your plans were for the good of the Israelites. And Father, we thank you that for us, we thank you for your great love for us. We thank you that if God is for us, who can be against us? Lord, uh, we, we are distressed at things we're seeing happen, even in our nation in the last few days, the, the, break, the, the deep platforming on, on, the, uh, on the social media platforms, the power grabs, the vengeance, the, the, the vitriol, the anger that is just, is just exploding in our nation. We pray, Father, that it would not be touching us because we know the wrath of man does not accomplish the righteousness of God. And so I pray, Father, you, as you said, that the wrath of man won't do it. Help us, Father, to be people who are under control. Help us to be people whose emotions are kept in check. Help us to be people, Lord, who don't make enemies of people who aren't really our enemies. Help us, Lord, to be forgiving those who have misspoken about us or to us. Or those, Lord, that we help us, Lord, to be patient and tolerant with those that we expect more of and we wonder why they don't see what we see or think what we think. Father, I pray today that you would just fill us with Christian grace. We don't want, Lord, it's not our goal with, with, with other people just to be right. It's our goal to win them, to persuade them. We thank you your arm is not so short that it cannot save. We thank you, Lord, there's no person that's beyond your reach. Lord, there's some people very, very, very hard. And, and we pray for wisdom to know what to say to certain people. And we pray for great wisdom to, to reap the fruit that's, again, right under our nose with, without being obsessed with those who are so far away. But Father, we pray today. We pray today that you give us a, the spirit of a winner, the spirit of a victor, the spirit that, that says uh, we, we, we've set our eyes on the, on the future, Lord. We set our eyes upon Jesus who conquered death, the ultimate winner. We determine, Lord, Lord, I pray that our faith, and our faith is tested, if we really believe that to follow, that Jesus, that you are the real winner. Because Lord Jesus, there were times it looked like you were losing. There were times it looked like the Pharisees had gotten the best of you, the Romans had gotten the best of you. And, and we thank you. We're so grateful, Jesus. And we're so grateful, Father, that that you see the big picture and we thank you there's an, that, that, that sometimes we're behind in the third quarter or the fourth quarter. You want us to win when the, at the end of the game. And I pray, Father, we'd set our eyes on that in life. I pray, Father, for everyone who's joining me today in prayer, that you would make us victorious in Christ. We are victorious. We want to walk in it. Victory over temptation. Victory over broken relationships. Victory over sin. Victory over the evil one. Victory over deception. Lord, that we'd walk in the truths of God, in the love of God. We would just be embracing the fullness of the heart of God for us today. We thank you again. If God is for us, who could be against us? If God is for us, who could be against us? Today, Lord, we believe you're for us. And so we walk in that confidence. And we walk in that poise and we walk in that spirit. Lord, today I pray that we would remember we have something the world never gave us and the world can't take from us. Help us to set our attention on that today. Lord, I pray also today that those things that we cannot change, our government, we can't change 
Twitter or Facebook. We can't change the presidency. We can't change the, uh, we, we can't change, Lord, the pandemic. We can't change uh, all kinds of things we can't change. We leave those in your hands, Father. You're a good God. You're a powerful God. We ask your will would be done. We ask you to prevail. Lord, the things we can change, I pray today, help us to be faithful in our own personal lives to walk as the children of God. Help us in our own families to be kind, gracious, to speak edifying words, to build one another up, to be good finders in each other, to, to, uh, to, to love those we're living in the same household with. Lord, I pray today for those in our wider sphere, those that we go to school with or work with or our neighbors. Lord, might we be attentive to opportunities to bless them, to encourage them, to say a kind word to them, to say a prayer for them, to share the gospel with them. I pray, Father, that, that we not be so worried about our own life that we don't, our eyes are not opened. Our spiritual antenna is not attuned to the suffering, the need, the pain, the, the fears of people all around us. And we thank you that the gospel, Jesus, you have the answer. You said, fear not, you're with us. You can, you, you can provide, you can heal, you can be present. Lord Jesus, every single problem that people around us are facing, the answer can be found in you. And I pray that today we would be alert and attuned to opportunities to give that word of hope and encouragement to others, to whoever we encounter. Fill us today, we pray, with your joy. Fill us today with your peace, your shalom that passes all understanding. Fill us today with the love of God for all people we meet. Fill us today with your Holy Spirit from whom all, these, all this fruit flows. And these things we pray today, and we bless you in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. Okay, so thanks for joining me today, and I do pray God bless you. Um, I'm, I'm down in Miami for some meetings. We had a great time at the, the Rock Church yesterday. They're just such a great group of people, and it's always encouraging to remember that all over this country, all over this world, there are people who love Jesus Christ, who love, will love you because you're, we're all in the same spiritual family. And uh, it's, it's encouragement to know that. Our God is winning. He's not caught off guard by anything that alarms us. He does want us to be faithful. He does say, remember, the, the heavens belong to the Lord, the earth he's given to the sons of men. And so we want to be faithful with every situation. But let's uh, keep our eyes today on him. Let's keep our faith strong. Let's look for opportunities to serve. Make a difference where you can. That's what we want to do this year. We want to be better this year than we were last year. We want to show that the Christian faith is the better way to live. The Christian faith is the better way to believe. And that God, what God does in our life, in, our, in us personally, in our relationships, is superior to anything the world can offer that's how we'll see the spiritual awakening and revival that we hope for, pray for, and desire. So if you're new to our uh, live cast, welcome. Please subscribe and hit the notify button. That way you'll always be alerted to when, when we're here. And uh, we will see you tomorrow morning 
8.30 a.m. for live prayer and the Word of God right here on this uh, live stream, this YouTube channel. God bless you. Have a great day. Walk in His victory and be filled with the joy of the Lord. It's our strength. Amen.